0: Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio, brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn.
1: Welcome to a special High School Friday, Week 1 edition of Around the Hearn. Big guests on tap, coming up here in, in just a few minutes, the uh, future Akron Zip and current Ottawa Glendorf Titan left tackle Tyler Leopold talks about his journey and how he uh, landed at the University of Akron and the uh, proprietor of a Key on Sports website featuring uh, athletics of every kind up in Northeast Ohio, my buddy Vince McKee, talks about the big undertaking that he's got coming up this week, starting tonight, of uh, covering 20 games, not only around the Northeast Ohio area, around Northwest Ohio, around the state of Ohio, and nationally. He Talks about that coming up in a bit. We start with high school football. That's the big thing coming up here in just a matter of hours Last night, four games in the area. Defiance beat Napoleon to win the Rocks, 7-0. Shawnee was tied with Lima Central Catholic at 13th to half, ended up beating the uh, Thunderbirds 20-13. Mohawk beat up on Calvert, 33-7. And Lima Senior took out, apparently, a lot of frustration on Bowser, 60-0. That game was not close at kickoff. Big games tonight, in the Western Buckeye League, a little bit different in the fact that everybody's playing a non-league schedule to open up in week one. Bowling Green travels to the new turf field. They've got their at Bath. Solana goes to Versailles, Spencerville, and a game you can hear on Z Sports Live 3 with Nate Stidham and Brock Blythe is at Elida. Kenton is at Coldwater. That's always a good one. You heard from Kenton's new head coach a couple of weeks ago. Ottawa Glendorf goes to Eastwood. Marion Local goes to Wapawg. Van Wert at Bryan, and a game you can hear on K94 starting with the pregame. At 6.30 in the uh, kickoff around 7, myself and the one and the only Denny Cisco, St. Mary's, travels to take on the London Red Raiders. And their uh, Indiana signee, teams involving the Northwest Conference, the Upper Side of Valley, used to be, now they're not. They're in the NWCC, they take on Allen East. Corey Rawson visits Bluffton, Columbus Grove, and Pedor Gaboa in the uh, ninth Annual ZsportsLive.com Bowl. It's actually taking place on WZOQ Radio. Ada at Waynesfield, Arlington at no longer Northwest Conference, mate in Paulding, Crassview and Parkway, hook it up. And then Lipsick taking on a former BVC mate Liberty Benton. Again, you can hear that Spencerville game on Z3. And then Lipsick and Liberty Benton on Z Sports Live. Mac games, teams involving, for recovery at Wayne Trace, New Bremen at Marion Local, or sorry, Nebremen at Marion. That's Harding, I think, actually. Covington at St. Henry, Fort Laumey, and Minster. CBC games, Indian Lake and Anna, Sydney and Fountain. Big golf week in the local area. Liberty Benton outshot the Ottawa Boys by a pair. Beat Brian by four to win the Patrick Henry Invitational. St. Mary's finished fourth. Kaleida finished fifth. Botkins shot a school record 292 on Monday to win the Waynesfield Open. Indian Lake finished second, 51 shots behind. Van Wert beat Bath on Thursday, 170 to 178 by eight shots. Allen East beat Jefferson Grove and Crestview in a quad meet. Parkway came back, beat Ford Recovery by 16 shots. And how about the Van Buren Golf? Girls team shot a school record 161, beat Hopewell Loudon by 16 shots. Claire Recker shot a school record 234. Minster Golf, the girls beat St. Mary's, Bakken, St. Henry de Bremen, and St. John's yesterday. Those St. Mary's girls also this week pick up a win over Botkins by 27 shots. A lot of boys, they continue on the uh, state trail. Would love to get back there. They beat Bowling Green, Ryan Klausen, and Connor Narker, each with a 76. Ottawa had a big week, according to Keith Utendorf, the uh, head coach. Beat Pandora Gaboa by 19 shots. Drew Hoover shot a 35. Also beat Brian and Tenora by 11 and 16, respectively. And then Lipsick behind a 38 from Mason Brandt. Beat Holgate by 60 shots. Tennis News. Walpock and OG tied for the win at the Lima City Tennis Invite last week, where Lima Center Catholic finished in third. Big week for high school soccer tonight. Boys action, Ottawa, Glendorf, and Kaleida at Kaleida. Ottawa and Lincoln View, Miller City at Temple Christians, actually a 5 o'clock game. The other two at 7. Then just about 6.45 tomorrow on WZOQ Radio, you can hear the uh, girls kick it off to begin uh, the uh, season in uh, Glendorf. It'll be the OG girls hosting Eastwood. Basketball news, mostly uh, pro basketball. Dakota Mathias from ELIDA signed to play summer league with the Utah Jazz. Balled out four of nine from three, 22 points, five rebounds on Tuesday in a loss for the Jazz. Dantes Walton signed to up play in the Czech Republic after breaking the 1,000-point barrier at Northern Kentucky. And the college recruiting news as Austin Parks from St. Mary's picking up D1 offers like they're candy. He's got a Michigan State offer now after this week. That is what I've got for uh, the uh, news and notes part of this show. Tyler Leopold and Vince McKee talking football when we come back here on Around the Hearn. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready?
0: Ready for what, Eric?
1: Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kinsel Chevy, Buick, GMC
0: again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time.
1: Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not
0: in the last five minutes.
1: Even the virus can't keep us
0: down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on the American road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course.
1: No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for
0: 50 years, and will be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service.
2: See us online at
1: LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINsel. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. If you haven't been paying to the landscape of uh, football in uh, Northwest Ohio, specifically the Western Buckeye League, then you might not know—and I'm not really sure how—that you don't know about the six-five-three-zero-five uh, OG uh, tackle in it, uh, Tyler Leopold. Terrific year! Congratulations, first of all, signing with the University of Akron. Thank you. How did you make that decision? Because I've, I've seen the recruiting trail the last year or so with this craziness that's sort of been going on that you've had a lot of quality programs and a lot of really good uh, – they always use the term uh, Lineman University sort of schools that it came after you. I mean, how did you figure out Akron was the fit for you?
2: I figured Akron was the fit for me because I had a few uh, must me uh, points to meet the standards of what school the dream school I wanted. Uh one was to be close to my home, so my family I'm very family oriented and I just want my family close uh close by and so they can be able to watch my game and they can always stop by and uh give me a visit once in a while. And also um uh I just another point was it had I have to get along with the coaches. I, I when I met the coaches in person I just knew I fell in love with them. Every time I talked, it felt so easy. And it felt like home, basically.
1: I know uh, you have three brothers, and you obviously grew up on a farm, big family. That's Putnam County. I mean, I think everybody has a big family. But I, how much is it, you know, I always hear about people talk about country strong or farm strong. I mean, that's obviously a real thing with you and, and something that has helped your development as an offensive lineman pushing guys around.
2: I would definitely have to say it it has helped me overall with my strength. Just lifting 50-pound bags seems like nothing, but to the average person, it might uh, seem a little bit more difficult.
1: That's the country strong thing. Uh, Yeah. It really is. And one thing that I've always heard coaches talk about, and it's obviously a testament to kids like you and to your families in terms of farming, is – that it really makes it easier for them when you're coming into a program, whether it's Ken Schreiner's program now at OG or going into Akron of, uh, they don't have to tell you as much. They don't have to discipline you as much because that's sort of already instilled in you with what you have to do on the farm.
2: Yeah. um, My parents um, did a great job raising me up making me a very disciplined and work oriented and work becomes, uh, um, Work becomes before play. Ah, I can't say that right. Uh, Work before play. There we go.
1: Don't worry. I speak for a living, and I can't get half the words that I want to say right. (laughs) I would imagine that mom and dad are pretty thrilled for you to uh, eventually go to college in the spring just so that they can have more food in the fridge.
2: Yeah. (laughs) My mom is probably getting tired of the uh, grocery store visit every once in a while. She probably knows every worker in Walmart and Cools.
1: Well, if she doesn't, they will. Uh, as soon as you get to Akron, but it's funny because every mom and dad of any offensive lineman I've ever talked to say that exact same thing. I just can't wait because now we'll be able to have food in the house. Yeah, at least until the first time that you come home and uh, you know you bring laundry and mom. Uh, are we getting something to eat or what's the deal here? It doesn't yeah. hurt. It doesn't hurt that you've got uh, a ton of really good places to eat in Ottawa.
2: Yeah, it really doesn't hurt that. But also, uh, we we find our fresh meat around here uh, pretty delicious.
1: When you uh, you kind of look at last season, it's such a weird thing. I mean, you don't really know for a while if you're going to have a season. and You know, the Big Ten does everything, the SEC and the ACC, and it kind of boils down for a little bit of, okay, we think we're going to get a season. Here's these 12 quantifiers, though, that have to come in, and – it's not going to be as long of a season for you. I mean, how how was that for you? Trying to just keep mentally sharp.
2: Well, I like, talked to a few upper class, and the seniors that like, just graduated. They had no idea if they're going to have a season like some of them were thinking. Man, this could like it could be over any day. And you just had to come to practice with the mentality like this could be your last day playing football. So I enjoy it.
1: Do you, I mean, do you read your own press, so to speak? I know a lot of people, like, won't look at Twitter and see what people are saying of, you know, there's a lot out there, I would say First Team All Ohio, and about the magazine, they do a big spread on you. I mean, are is kind of being a small-town kid help you just kind of keep that all to yourself?
2: Yeah, I would say so. I don't try to gloat too much. Yeah, I try to stay as humble as I can be, just the way my parents uh, raised me.
1: Well, I can't imagine that, if you did get a little bit of a head that Ken Schreiner would let that go on for very long?
2: Uh, No, he wouldn't.
1: He's got to be a big help, though, too. I mean, an offensive lineman, obviously, he played in the MAC at BG. To be able to, uh, as you're coming up, I mean, you've played football for a long time, but to help kind of the domination of what you've been able to do and be able to see it from more of a a chess match perspective.
2: Yeah, uh, Ken Schreiner has really uh, helped me with my game, expanding my knowledge of how to read blitzes and just expanding my knowledge of how to play the game better so you can dominate the person you're about to face every Friday. He's
1: one of my favorite people to deal with uh, anytime that I'm over there or with uh, doing St. Mary's games because it's just pretty much you can tell from two minutes of talking to him, he's a no BS kind of guy. And what you if you ask a question and you ask a dumb question, you could pretty much feel that it's not going to go well. Yeah. He, uh, he's uh he got that thing, though. I talked about a play at BG. Are you guys figuring that when you get to Akron, you can maybe now make some bets about who wins those games?
2: Uh, we really haven't talked to uh, that much about that, uh, about those games, but we're we'll going to keep that in mind sometime.
1: Well, you can make all that money now with all the way that they changed the NIL rules. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you got to try to take him to the cleaners at least four times. Yeah. How is that? I mean, how was the thought of that for you? Uh, You know, it's something different than when you're being recruiting. Was that anything that, as this came along in the process, you looked at – I used Purdue as an example because I know they were a big D1 school in terms of the Big Ten that uh, had showed interest of, okay, maybe I need to think a little bit about putting myself in a position where I can, you know, do X and maybe get with a a little – a little store in the town or whatever, and it makes some money off my own image.
2: Um, making uh, money off my image never came to mind. It was always just probably a love for my school than making money, honestly.
1: What did you uh, what did you land on for a major at Akron?
2: Electrical engineering.
1: Oh, wow. All right. You smart kids. That figures. Offensive lineman. This year, a uh, little bit more than last year because you guys lost a lot, and uh, you get seven starters back on the defensive end, but... Playing a little bit more, I mean, up front, the way that that scheme is, uh, how much are you looking forward to or, or kind of dreading playing both sides like that?
2: I'm really looking forward uh, to playing both sides. Just I, whenever I was in like a Southmore against K and I had to sit on the sideline because I was too slow to get a pressure, and we lost that game. I always felt like I could have done something different. I really uh, like playing both sides of the ball. So I feel like I have a control over the
1: game a bit more. You go into camp this year and you get more of, I want to say, a normal camp, so to speak, than what you've had as a junior. But, I mean, what's what's this team's strength? I know you lost a lot. You lose, essentially, for the better part of this conversation, a four-year starting quarterback. That's not an easy thing to replace.
2: No, that's not one easy uh, thing to replace at all, but... I really think our quarterback situation with uh, Landon Jordan—he's doing a great job trying to fill in that spot and trying to learn to playbook, make that as crisp as possible, and make the best fill in that giant gap that we need at the quarterback position.
1: I always want to ask OG kids: Do you guys hate that you don't get to play Columbus Grove in football?
2: A little bit. <laughs> Not-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I understand divisions and you know everything like that, but it just seems like. It's one of those things where everybody else gets that bragging right on Route 65 for a year, but you guys don't get that.
2: Yeah. There's been a few talks between the schools, but yeah. I would wait to
1: see that game last year.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody would. (laughs) Uh,
1: It's it's interesting the way that your schedule sits out. It's pretty much you flip-flop every other week. You get only a couple uh, home or away. You start out at Eastwood. I mean, how ready... Are you guys to get the season started and hit somebody wearing a different jersey?
2: I think we're very eager to get out there and uh, put some hits, uh, some good hits on the Alex' team. Somebody else besides the people in our own jerseys. Bigger. Go ahead. I think we're just. I think we'll be prepared for each one, but also I think we'll have some minor things to fix up beforehand.
1: I uh, obviously get to see a lot of the WBL, and I feel like I live part-time in Ottawa. So keeping up on what you guys are doing, you start out one and one last year. You lose that heartbreaker to Elida. It seemed like that the next four games, St. Mary's, Bath, Van Wert, and Kenton, I mean, those had to be fun games because there was never a point where really it was out of hand either way, and it felt like they were all going to come down to the last play.
2: Yeah, um, I think that a lot of game really woke up the team. Like, Yeah, we put a lick it out on the fines, but it really woke us up. Um, it made us I think, a better team overall, which if we never really lost uh, them, I don't think we would have won all of those next four games. Well, and that
1: was kind of going to be my question was, I mean, how much afterwards you're obviously feeling down about how that one ended up. Uh, it was towards the end, wasn't it, that they got their touchdown?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, and I remember
1: seeing that and going, well, first of all, wow, because it, it wasn't necessarily maybe the what we expected after what you guys had done the week before offensively, but of, okay, well, maybe you just ticked them off, and then it kind of showed the way that you went through until the Otsego loss in the
2: playoffs. Yeah. um, That last touchdown against the to life put a very sore, sore mouth in our, uh, sour taste in our mouths, and we just really want to bring back the name of Aldo Gland, not as a losing team, but as a threat to the WBL championship. This year,
1: because of the way that the WBL sort of weirdly rotates every two years, you get Wapakuneta at home, you get a chance to get right against Elida, St. Mary's and Bath back-to-back, at Van Wert, at Salina, at Kenton. I mean, you guys seem like you're you're putting some miles on the bus for these big games this year.
2: Yeah, we definitely are, but uh, we are ready to face uh, pretty much. I think uh, I think we're ready for anything that comes across week one, and we're just ready to move along and get a, uh, move, take those far games and uh, make those their house our house.
1: Coach Speak is always the next one, and I know Ken Schreiner won't want you to say anything other than Eastwood, but... If you want to answer this, what's the team on your schedule, what's the game that you're most looking forward to?
2: Right now, it's where we take it one <laughs> week at a time.
1: Right, and the next week it'll be Wapak, and the week after it'll be lighted Right, right, right. No, it's funny because I ask everybody that, and some coaches will say, you know, uh, I I enjoy going to this place, or this place is not treated us particularly well, but – It really doesn't matter what sport it is, uh, if it's the boys or the girls. The most amazing thing that I love to see people's reaction about OG sports is you guys bring the whole town wherever you go.
2: Yeah, um, our fans are very loyal and will go travel anywhere for us. and It's awesome to see you get your whole town back you up. Even if it's like a three-hour drive, they're more than willing to make that drive just for you guys. And show their support. And Thank it's you. not
1: like you haven't had your share of those. Yeah, it really hasn't. Those are got to be the hard, hardest thing because you're trying to get prepared. You go through, your walk through, you do everything, you get on the bus, and then, all right, what are we doing? Well, we got three hours till we get there, and we got about five hours till the game. Yeah. Uh, what are we looking forward to from OG this year?
2: I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking for, um, our ground attack, I would say, I'm looking forward to.
1: Is that necessitated by having different backs this year, or having to maybe scale down the spread a little bit with a new quarterback?
2: I think it should. Um, our, with us losing a lot of starters, I would, but I think we're also bringing a lot of good size and physicality on the line, and I think that will make a difference with our run blocking make our run game. A good run game. I don't know if I could say dominant. We haven't faced anybody yet, but I think we could have a good run game this year with the size of the line we have.
1: Well, the good news is nobody's gained any yards on you yet. Yeah. That's how I tell the story. No one's scored on us. It's been quite a long time. Uh, yeah. I, I look forward to the St. Mary's game because I uh, the last five, six years, those have been just brawls I mean there's not really a way go back and I I look at it every once in a while and think there's one play two plays here that kind of decide those things Uh, is it better to be in those kind of games as far as being a competitor or I mean do you want to just blow everybody out and just be done with it
2: I like being a competitor but it's a great feeling just like to kill a team and just look at the scoreboard and see 56 and and not to nothing at third quarter and have the JV come in there's no better feeling
1: Get those easy nights off, because I know that you guys don't get that in practice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thank I, uh, you.
1: I wish you guys the best of luck this year, and I have a feeling that at the end of the year, you're going to be pretty high on that WBL list.
2: Yeah, that's the hope every year.
1: That's the uh, future Akron Zip and the uh, OG uh, tackle and Tyler Leopold here all Around the Hearn.
0: Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, home of the Titan Burger and, if you're really hungry, the Cow Tipper. Tony's grounds their hamburger meat each day. Each patty is fresh and never frozen and not cooked until you order it. Don't forget to add some of the great sides like french fries, pickle fries and their great breaded mushrooms. While you're there, you can't forget to get some of their great ice cream, ice cream treats, and frozen yogurt. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, making burger history since 1962. Throughout the
1: course of the last nearly two years of doing this podcast, if you've been paying attention and keeping score at home, you'll know that I've tried to kind of branch out at time to time out from Northwest Ohio and around Allen County and to talk about things going on in the state of Ohio. And one of those is with this gentleman who's coming on here in just a second, and Vince McKee. And if you're not uh, familiar, it's because you're not from Northeast Ohio. It's pretty simple. I do a little bit of both. But his website, Key on Sports, and Keon Sports Media Group, is taking a, a big chance on a big undertaking this year, and that is covering as many games as humanly possible for high school football. And uh, Vince, I mean, thanks for coming on, first of all.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, Mike. It's an honor and a pleasure. And, uh, I just want to let your fans know that this was actually, uh, an idea that you kind of created. A few years back. You were nice enough to help me. And, uh, yeah, we took off from there. Um, so I know you have to turn out your brags and I know you don't want to pat on the back, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. A few years back. We were working with a little tiny zoom recorder. I knew we could do more. I knew we could improve. I don't know how. So I reached out to you. Somebody we had a lot of trust in. And uh, you led the way, man. So I want to thank you very publicly. Thank you very much.
1: Well, you say reached out. I say I couldn't keep my mouth shut. (laughs) You know, however you want to frame the the whole story. Yes. No, but it is kind of crazy about that because uh, people who don't know, uh, with doing semi-pro football for years, and I I like to say that I'm now retired from doing semi-pro and the insanity that goes along with that. But I did my time. I think I, I did 10 years and that was enough. But during the course of it, I met a lot of cool people. And when we had our first conversation, I remember thinking, "Okay, he gets it, and I can, uh, I can. Uh, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Critique him, so to speak, without him thinking that I'm just a flat out jerk and just trying to be a jerk, as opposed to being helpful."
3: Yeah, and you were very much so. And I'll tell you too. I mean, to go through that experience, like you did and I did with summer pro football, it was rough. Um, you know, you they always say you know paying the dues and learning the ropes, and I remember the team that I was working for uh, had me doing everything: play-by-play, play, color, uh, PA, announcing all at the same time. You know, and, uh, you know, they wanted me to run the scoreboard one game, so you can't do five things at once. But that was something, and uh, I do remember, you know, me, like you said, meeting me for the first time pretty clearly, like I, pretty quickly. I was like, "Man, this guy knows his stuff." Uh, I you know make sure I stay in touch with him because I knew in the back of my mind that that. That the whole semi pro football thing was not going to last for me. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do bigger and better things, and I knew it immediately. <laughs> so uh, I I'm was like, "I'm just going to take the people with me who I know, uh, you know, know their uh, their butt from hole in the ground, basically." So I appreciate it.
1: Well, it's funny because I could literally do a whole podcast series on the adventures I have had in semi pro and have people on who have been through it. But I mean, you actually might not realize that you were on the better end of semi-pro in terms of nice stadium, nice press box to work from, internet access, uh, people who at least at one point pretended to be helpful. Uh, When (laughs) I went through my journey, and I I mean, it's pretty well well documented around people who know me. I enjoyed it because it gave me a chance to kind of of grow, first of all, because I I really got my start in semi-pro football in Lima when I was 25 and it's crazy to me to think that's almost 15 years ago now, but it's also crazy to me to think how I kind of used it as a test market to see how some things were going to be and kind of, you know, would this work if I expanded this for high school football or high school sports and you come, you go. And I, I say, if you haven't gone through semi-pro and you feel like you're established in your business, you should have to do one year and just kind of see how the other half
3: lives. <laughs> Yeah, and I agree. I agree completely. You There's, know, for me, uh, well, no, go ahead. What are you going to say?
1: There's nothing uh, like having to do a year of semi pro and the idiocy that sometimes comes with it to prepare you for yeah. things you really want to get
2: done.
3: Yeah, and the, you know the thing about it for me is I just need some money for Christmas, and uh, you know that that's it's funny. I, I joke around about this, but in all seriousness, you know, for me um, with with broadcasting and writing in general. Um, I'd read a bunch of books. I had a bunch of books published and that's really all I knew how to do. And, uh, Terry Pluto came to me. who's a Cleveland sports writer, pretty well known. And Terry said, you should look for a website. That way people will learn who you are. And then they'll sell more books. I was like, Oh, okay. And like, that's how that kind of happened. And then my first real gig was with cleveland.com. Well, the thing about it is see seen me, right? I'm not exactly a skyscraper, Cleveland.com wanted me, wanted me to be on the sidelines taking videos and posting videos. And I'm like, look, I'm five, foot five. I could barely see over these players. <laughs> like, I don't know what videos you're going to be getting, but I thought I was here to write, you know? So, again, like you said, like, you, you pay those dues, whether you're doing the semi pro or you're on the sidelines trying to take video over players who are tolerant over you. Like, I don't, I mean, Mike, I, you know more than anybody. Like, I don't think a lot of people do. They, they see what you do and they see what I do. And, and it's easy, and there's no BS that comes with it, but. At the end of the day, there's a ton. And again, at the end of the day, I just wanted some pocket money, you know, for Christmas presents for my kids. Like, that was it. So, for that to spurn all the way to this in a matter of a few years, like, I I never saw this coming in a million years. It's really cool, but I kind of, like, when I first met you in that press box, this was probably the furthest thing from my brain.
1: (laughs) See, it's funny. It really was. (laughs) It's funny because I get to blame or uh, I guess, if things go right, the... The plot it's for it, but uh, Jim Craven, who does, uh, he used to do the Western Reserve Scourge. They now have their own online network, and they branched into uh, partnering with folks in the Youngstown area of doing uh, high school football on the radio through their setup. And he says all the time that I'm Doctor Frankenstein and or Frankenstein, if you whatever, and that I created the monster. And you know, I said, is, am I to blame for that with your wife? Because that's generally you know the person that I want to stay the furthest away from.
2: Uh,
1: it's just it's funny though because I say that meaning that I tell everyone when you know oh it's so cool I go to the doctor's office for instance and they ask you what do you do for a living I tell them and then all of a sudden I'm there for 45 minutes and nothing is about my medical history it's just broadcasting is one of those businesses that everybody kind of secretly I think wants to do and when you get into it you realize I always say I've never done drugs but I imagine that it's what doing drugs is like because I immediately get done with the high from doing a game or whatever it is and start thinking about the next thing and get that ball rolling and sometimes to a detriment.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be so blunt, but me either. Funny playing words, they with the word blunt, but yeah, I've never done a drug in my life. And it's funny to me that you say that because I'm the same way. Like my addiction, my, my drug is this, is this, uh, high school, not just high school football, but everything we do. I mean, I call a lot of boxing. I love calling boxing fights and matches and, and things of that nature. There's no bigger high that you could have um, than that. You know, you walk out of some of these arenas and stadiums. Uh, you know, even for me, like back in you know, old UCW days, you know, talking about bingo halls, right? Like some of these, uh, you know, boxing arenas that sit like maybe I don't know 500 people tops. But yeah, you walk out of that atmosphere, and it is. You're right; it's like a drug, and you just want to do it again and again and again. Doing and, pro wrestling,
1: uh, I get that too. On a completely yep. same level.
3: <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. You know, so it, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I just know that we're we're you know we're really looking forward to this weekend. Um, it's a week early. Uh, it actually falls Friday night is my me and my wife's ten year wedding anniversary. <laughs> so for real, really, uh, yeah, I'm really up there, man. So. It's funny you <laughs> say
1: that. Next Friday night, the 27th, normally week one, week two this mm-hmm. year is my wife and I's ten year anniversary.
3: Get out of here. I, I swear to God, that's yeah. nuts. I like Carol very, very much, man. They really do. <laughs> it's nuts.
1: That's weird. But, that... yeah.
3: it, but what do you do, right? So what are you going to do? I go to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have,
1: have lunch during the day and then go to work and then try to make it up on Saturday.
3: Yeah, I promised my wife raising cans about 25 minutes ago and here I am doing an interview. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's about, ready, she's about ready to kill me. But, no, I mean, it, it's funny. Like, like you said, it's that passion me and you are lucky too. And I tell a lot of people this, um, God, this comment is probably gonna get me in trouble, but you know, I come home right the game, right? So I come home, I do my work, I write an article, whatever I need to do. And uh, I spend time with my wife and daughters, if they're still up, a lot of times they're in bed, but that's my life, you know? And I've been in a lot of press boxes where the guys don't do that. They, they, they hit publish or they do what they do. And they're off to the bar or they're off to whatever kind of uh, debauchery they're going to get into. Like, for me, I don't need any of that stuff. Like for me, like this is it. Like having this, um, is truly something. And my name being on the company was done by accident. I know a lot of people, they have an ego and that's fine. You know, they could not be anywhere further from the truth, but it's, uh, my idea for what we do was supposed to be called the varsity sports report. And it's always like that name, the varsity sports report. And then a guy, got in my ear like the night before i hit live on the website like the very night before And hey, he goes if you go with varsity sports report he's like you're just gonna cover high school and college sports he's like i know you he goes you love boxing you love wrestling you love mma you love pro sports why in the world would you would you settle yourself he's like just call key on sports i had never heard that name ever i'm a like, key on sports i'm like damn it that sounds good i like that was the one thing i wanted to avoid i didn't want my name on anything and sure enough, now it's on the name of the flipping company. So
1: uh, I, I get that. The name of this podcast <laughs> is Around the Hearn. And I <laughs> when I came up with this the idea of this podcast of promoting local and Ohio sports, I went through about three weeks where I asked everybody in the world what they thought it should be. And my friend John Rawlings, uh, who worked in TV at the time, came up with Around the Hearn as the play of Around the Horn. And you know, I, I went through everything else, and it just—I kept coming back to it. And then when I had put that out for people, they immediately said, "Well, you're stupid if you don't use that." So it, yeah. it was kind of the same thing. It, I didn't want my name to be in it. It just sort of ended up that way.
3: Yeah, and yeah, I mean, what can you do? And then it works out. It works out. It's and, a brand now. Me, so there you go. That's exactly the brand. And then you know, for me. um, I've been doing some side work for uh, a website, um, called, uh, called Ineo sports insiders. And I was doing all this, a lot of the work, you know, and I didn't think when I left, and this is since, you know, another wrestling term for everybody out there. Heat. It's crazy. But when I left, uh, what I was doing, I didn't think anybody was going to follow me and then the game was going to come and didn't ask anyone. I just left on my own. I was like, I'm going to do my own thing. It's going to be called the varsity sports report. And I just want to do my own thing, right? I didn't expect every single writer, for the most part, to get up and follow me, every sponsor to get up and follow me. Like That's why it's ballooned. You know, you mentioned in the opening, like, my God, like, this is keeps key on this giant, like, task. Like, I mean, it's amazing, but I kind of did it by myself. I mean, I had our schedule for week one sitting here in front of me. We got 19 games on it locally, 10 internationally, all over the United States. I mean, this is just, luck, hard work, perseverance, belief in God, like whatever you want to say, you know, it, it works out. Like you said, like Rob Hearn, right? Not your idea, but it sure as hell sounded good and you went with it. So it's 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 how life works. That's all I could say. I mean you know more than I've met you numerous times. You're not someone that I still have you know has an ego by any stretch. I know I don't but hey our names are on the company, so we're just gonna go with it.
1: Well and it's funny because you know I've said it probably too many times on this podcast, but I was alluding to my entire goal is if I can do a game and nobody knows who, if I can walk out the door, nobody knows who I am. And the thing that they remember is, man, that guy did a great job of telling me a story about little Johnny. Who's the 17th player off the bench. Like that dude knew what he was talking about. Like, I don't care. Like you knew about little Johnny, like, and about, I spent a ridiculous amount of hours trying to find things that nobody else would be able to unearth. And sometimes they don't work. It's square peg, round hole. But I'd like to think a good portion of it is. And and that's kind of that thing of there aren't as many people, specifically in the state of Ohio, who I think do prep sports the right way of uh, maybe uh, covering what's going on versus using it to get themselves out there. And you talked about uh, the advice you were given about writing for a website with my own website, that was kind of a thing where I wanted to get into writing and I just wrote recaps of how would I tell Vince this story about this game if he didn't hear me call the game live? Well, it might not be conventional, but here's how I give you the recap of what happened. Right. It either works or it doesn't.
3: Yep. Exactly. And that's, you know, the first couple of times when we did PR sports, all we did was broadcast the games. I'd come home and it was it was fun, you know, like you said, you get that adrenaline going. But I would come home and I'm like, man, something's missing. Something is missing. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, instead of just doing the podcast and calling the games, create a website that you can fulfill that passion about writing. And then you still have the written recap. And yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't know who's going to. Some of you know, somebody might click on your podcast for a minute. They might click on to your game call for two minutes. But there's something that you might say in that two minutes that's going to change everything.
1: And hopefully for the better, not, oh, my God, this guy's an idiot. Because <laughs> I know there are a lot of them. I'm very picky because I, I can't watch games with my wife for the most part because uh, I, I don't shut up and I immediately, uh, hey, I don't like this guy because he does this or that or whatever. Not that my way is right. But it's funny when it sort of starts to be picked up by her of, why is he doing that way? Then I smile mm-hmm. inside and go, I'm done here. I've done something right.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I agree. That I agree. True, and my wife, that wife is here a whole me. other story.
3: <laughs> well, my wife is me, dude. Um, and God bless her. I mean, she watches so much professional, professional wrestling with me. I mean, it's insane. Um, she's like the most clean cut. You know, never gonna, like, I got this so addicted to the terrible. Like, yeah, like, so hear me critique the announcers or critique certain things. And she's like, no, she's like, you actually sound like you know what you're talking about. I'm like, I would hope so. It <laughs> <laughs> was bad. I mean, the was, I mean, was terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, but I can tell you uh, from experience doing TV is a whole other animal with having someone yelling in your ear. While you're trying to lead a conversation and uh, complete your own thought, uh, is I, I did water polo that way one time, and uh, I, I found out real quick that you just kind of have to ignore half of what you think and half of what you hear.
3: Yeah, I couldn't do it. I mean, maybe I could, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to right now. It's, I was thinking about Nick solely talking about Vince McMahon screaming at him to say a certain line, and you know. <laughs> I I'm not everybody's got a here. I get it, but still, you got to be a special human being to pull all that off at once. You really do. Well, I, and plus, I've always said I got a taste for radio.
1: Well, plus, for the most part, you also have to be a character. That's that's a different podcast. But uh, wrestling <laughs> wrestling is not an easy thing. I've learned that over the last twelve years or so.
3: Okay, yeah. I'll take your advice on that. You've never you've never let me wrong before. You're better than a thousand when it comes to giving advice. By the way, it's a different
1: podcast. It's called uh, Tales from the Indies cheap plug. Oh, cool. All right. Um there you go. No, and that's what's uh what I was going to say was you know, you look at networking and it's such a big thing of I was blessed to have uh, guys like AJ Styles on that podcast and just kind of uh be able to to work that backwards off of. Okay, we got him. Now we can get this guy. It's sort of the same thing with the concept that you're working on for the website right now with all of the writers that you brought on.
3: Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's exactly what happened. Um, you know, we had a we we do this thing over the summer where we have like a company picnic, right? We have it in my yard. I got a big deck and stuff. We have we have a ton of fun. So Brandon, who who is one of my top guys, says, you know, have you ever meddled around with interns? And I said, what do you mean, like Monica co type stuff? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, no, no. He goes and he goes, I'm being serious. He's like, what about having some interns? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, in fact, you know, when when TN Sports first started. We had the uh, Mahoney Valley Scrappers. We had an intern cover all their games. Uh, she worked out great. The name was Alexa. Give a shout out to her. But you're right, the networking the big. So I said, well, i like, let's put something on Indeed. I'll write an article. Maybe we'll get two or three people. Well, I mean, that was in the middle of the summer. And here we are, you know, a month and a half later. We have like, 32 interns all over the country. Um, you know, this weekend alone, we're going to be covering 19 games. You know, check us out, Keyon Sports. We're going to be broadcasting two games. We're going to be writing about all nineteen that we're going to be at. I mean, just writers everywhere. So you were right. You know, it, it, a matter of um, it goes like networking, but it also you know having a name you could trust and and a brand, like you said, really for us worked out to uh, to perfection. Because last year at this time we were doing maybe like nine games a weekend, eight or nine. So yeah, it's a big undertaking this weekend, but we're ready and I, mean, I got everybody in place. And you know, God willing everything should go smooth. <laughs> he just jinxed it. Yeah. Well you remember last year, right? Last, so last year, week one, and you was going through the COVID and um you know, are we gonna have a season and nobody thought we'd have a season. So we get to week one of of the season that no one thought we were gonna have, you know, six weeks long. But, you know, Nobody thought we get past week two. I didn't I thought we get to a Weekend or not, yeah. So week one, all day long on that Friday it pours rain. Pours rain, pours rain get to the start of the game, lightning strikes, 45 minutes late. i am not forget it. It was like, man, it's like, how much more crap can you pile on? But eventually you get there.
1: Yeah, my season actually ended that way uh, because St. Mary's Memorial had uh, a second-round playoff game where we had to drive about two hours. And we get down there, and our pregame is about an hour. And uh, we get through the pregame and about five minutes left. We realize the game is canceled. And so now oh, we have God. to drive two minutes or two hours home in the pouring rain and then drive back two hours tomorrow, basically redo the entire pregame and then get ready for the kickoff. And of course, unfortunately St. Mary's lost by 30 to a team that uh, ended up going pretty far, but uh, I mean, that's just the unpredictability of kind of what we do.
3: Yeah. There's, there's no rhyme or reason. There is what there isn't. I mean, I've often, I've told people, and you know this, man. Do you know this? Like, I've told people, hey, if I'm in bed on a Friday night during football season before three AM, it was a smooth <laughs> night with no issues. Right. Three AM's the target, and that, and that's if everything went smooth. So, yeah, wow. <laughs> that's the way it goes.
1: This year will be my first with uh, a six-month-old baby, so we'll see what time I get to bed.
3: Congratulations, my <laughs> man! Uh, it's. Uh, so like I said it's a whole whole different world that changes your perspective. Um my daughter turns eight on um, Saturday and my younger daughter turns five in a few weeks and yeah they, they yeah they they put things in perspective pretty quickly and I'm proud of you. That's awesome. I, I've seen the pictures and, and uh you have a beautiful baby there, so God bless you.
1: Yeah, thankfully my soccer game isn't until Saturday night this week. Okay. So we'll see how that all goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. the start of the uh, the craziness that doesn't end until the end of March for me. So, let's Same
3: go. So here. Same here, identical. You go right through the Philadelphia all the time. Like, football season gets all the hype, but it's not the only sport we cover. You know, you go right into that. You go into basketball, hockey. Um, just got here driving on the wrong side of the road, so I should call you off my phone. But, yeah, like, uh, some guys just came right at me there. Sorry, I'm not to completely abort the podcast there. But, yeah, the,
1: uh, huh? <laughs> I think that's a, a first. You
3: no. Know, <laughs> if you do even fall and winter, you're looking at, you know, mid August all the way through end of March. And, you know, if you're going to do spring sports for good, you might as well just not even get married to that kid. That's so have That's actually true. That. I have
1: about a month and a half uh, now that I don't do semi pro during the summer. That yeah. uh, of the 12 months of the year, I have about 10 of them that it goes straight through.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. And I didn't do, so I thought, you know, last year was a bit of a break because there was no NPSL soccer game in Cleveland. They closed it, but this year, you know, it was bad. with Cleveland FC and me and Cole do their games. So you're right. I mean, it really, it's a stretch. I'd say you go August through the end of March, you get April off, like about maybe six weeks in, so about mid-May, you start soccer and you just grind that process all over again.
1: Well, I'm excited for what uh, you've got going on for everything that's coming up. Tell folks how they can read and how they can interact with everything you have going on.
3: Well, right now there's an exciting preview. of uh, Mary's football. Go check it out. Right now it's the head story key on Keon Sports. Written by Michael Hearn there. But you can check us out. sports.com It's the last letters of my, of my last name. So k e e on sportscom Right now we have previews galore. Everybody in the GLC conference up here in Northeast Ohio. Good previews, not just the football, but all their sports. Football, tennis, golf, volleyball. We didn't leave anybody out. We had an equal opportunity uh, up here. You know, we go both ways. We, we talk about the girls' sports. We talk about the boys' sports. So a lot of good stuff going on. And um, this weekend's the big one. No doubt about it. I have the schedule posted. 19 big games all over, for the most part, Northeast Ohio. We got Mike St. Mary's game as well. That's going to have a nice, uh, you know, article. I'm sure you're going to knock it out of the park. So, yeah, you know, check us out, keyonsports.com. And as Mike said, things was about to get nuts here in about 48 hours.
1: My wife is Less most looking 48. forward to the Strongsville game. I'm there. That's yep. actually the one I at. Is she from Strongsville? Yeah, she's a must. A proud Mustang.
3: Get out of here. Yep. That's the name I have. Okay.
1: That's my favorite. That's my favorite Northeast Ohio town. Really? Yep.
3: That's a story
1: for another yeah. day, though. But uh, that's, it that's 15 years of half living there during the year. But I okay. uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the cheap plug as well.
3: Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. I mean,
2: I I love it. And I, I
3: absolutely love the fact that you reached out to me and you wanted to do this because, you know, it, like you said, I, who knows where we're going to be in a year, right? We me and you have visions in our mind and we'll see. But I've always wanted to work with you. I've always wanted to do something with you. I just knew I didn't want any part of semi-pro football. So I'm so glad it's this, not that. Amen. Uh, me and almost, almost got stuck in a bad situation. So so for another day. But yeah, anyway. This and is, a guy uh, that owes me awesome. some money,
1: but that's a whole other conversation.
3: Huh? Oh, I do or someone else? No, I don't somebody know. somebody else does. Yeah, same here. Oh, okay, conversation first. Yeah. Ah, okay. uh, brother, well, thanks for having me on.
1: Appreciate it. That's Vince McKee. You can find him at keyonsports.com. <laughs> Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. And a big thanks to them for being a part of this show and all the sponsors for helping out on putting this show together. A big thanks as well to Tyler Leopold as his Titans get ready to take on Eastwood here in a couple of hours. And Vince McKee, KeyOnSports.com. You can even read some stuff that the host of the show wrote. Uh, Can't say enough good things about those folks. That's what I've got for this week. Get out, support high school sports, and be safe, be smart, and we'll talk to you next week.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at PBP for more great area content.